Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, my friends. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Angels, guides, and loved ones on the other side, and so much more. Well, who is really feeling a push to do exactly that? So much more. Like, maybe you're supposed to be doing something, but you don't know what it is, and you're just feeling like there's a change in the air. I can't even tell you how many people are talking about that. If you think back to, oh, less than a year ago, I think, how many spiritual awakenings were happening? That was something that was in my life so big, so many people emailing, so many sessions on spiritual awakenings where people thought they were losing their minds with really out-of-the-ordinary things that were happening to them. And that has now shifted, and the big question is, what am I supposed to be doing? And I love, love, love the way the sessions are going with so many people. I'm just thrilled when I get to meet you and do a Zoom session, get to see who you are and put a face with a name. And it's just very cool and amazing things unfold every single time. I'm blown away. So thank you for those of you that have let me meet you. And thank you for inviting me into your spiritual journey And if you're interested, you can find out about them on our website, which is soulfoodtalks.com. So I want to share with you uh, the gist of what's going on here, right? We talked about that a little last time. I said, okay, that was just becoming too much, too long of of an episode. So here we go, sharing some info. So first of all, what is happening is finally... A bigger part of the shift that we've been hearing about for so very long. I mean, like years, people were saying, oh, the shift is coming. And I was going, I'm not feeling it and I'm not seeing it. I don't know what you're talking about. Probably six, nine, maybe eight months ago now, the guides started talking about that, that the shift is coming. And I'm like, okay, what? Well, if they would have told me that this would have been kicked off with a virus, a global virus, I totally would have gone a computer virus. <laughs> I never, ever would have thought or considered something like COVID-19. So what's the deal with this? We've talked about it a little bit in that we have been invited to slow down, calm down, reconnect with who you are, reconnect with your family. And it was so cool. When this started, I just saw this huge shift on Facebook go from political ranting to really people consoling each other. And it was very heartfelt, meaningful posts. It was so touching. I mean, I'm not a huge social media fan because, you know, it can just get blah. And it wasn't blah. It was really fun and enlightening. And it was, oh, loved it. Seeing more families together outside at the park and so forth. And I thought, gosh, this is great. And then, oh my goodness, have y'all seen those videos of wild animals taking back over their cities and, and the rural areas because people aren't out there. So animals are now exploring. And that's been kind of cool and a little alarming sometimes, right? So there was all of this really high energy, supportive, 
sharing love happening. And now we're back to the political mudslinging and ranting and raving and oh my gosh. So what does this have to do with what's happening right now? A whole lot of everything. You've probably heard me say that through my experiences, one thing that I've learned is the universe is not black and white. It is every shade of so many colors we cannot even begin to fathom. The answer is seldom yes or no. The answer is almost always yes and. Yes, this works and there's so much more to it. So right now, are we in a destiny phase where people were talking about this shift is coming so it's destiny or is it free will? Yes and. On an energetic scale, what's happening on earth was sort of destined. This is what I've been told through guides, okay? Humans had to reach a certain vibrational level to be able to really see some things for what they are. And we're at that level. So this is sort of an exposure area, exposure piece or time, right? Some of the institutions and structures and foundations that we've always trusted and taken for granted are now being exposed as less than ethical and not always serving us on our best behalf, right? We had to be to a certain level to be able to see that and understand it and accept it. That's the first part. So that's what's happening right now. Some of the political stuff, all the questioning about conspiracy theories and where did this virus start and why are we being locked down? Any death is not okay. Anybody dying from something that is needless is certainly not okay. And then there's camp that's saying, well, fewer people die of this than the flu, or it's about the same, and we don't shut the world down for the flu. So then now we have an economic issue. I'm not even going into all that. Y'all are very aware of it, I'm sure. And that is exactly what we're supposed to be looking at right now. This is a time to be questioning and exploring and really investigating, is my highest and best good being served or are the people that making decisions for me serving themselves? So that's what this is about. And it's political. It's educational. It's all of our social structures everywhere. It's a shaking of the foundation. We're really, really looking at things. Once we can look at them and see it for what it is, then we can evaluate what's worth keeping and what needs to be torn down and revamped. So that will be the next stage. And unfortunately, sometimes that tearing down, the discovery and the tearing down, can be less than pleasant, as can the restructuring, because there's always people that have a better idea than who's in control and, you know, how that goes, power struggles, right? How is all of this going to unfold? Well, that's where the free will comes in. Totally up to us. How is it going to unfold? We can drag this out and make it as ugly and low energy as we want for as long as we want. Or we can pull it together and go, you know what? I don't care what your political party is or your political beliefs. What we all want is what's in the highest and best interest of ourselves and our loved ones. So how do we make adjustments to meet those needs? When we decide to stop behaving like the three-year-olds in a sandbox and really start working together on that is when we make a shift, all right? Here's the other piece of this. 
The earth is our world. It is the center of our every breath and life. However, that's not the center of the galaxy or even the solar system. And it cracks me up sometimes because I think people truly forget about that. So what's happening on the earth energetically is actually happening, er like, well, I can't say everywhere. I honestly don't know. I've asked. I'm like, galaxy, right? Multidimensional? Where's the limit to this? And I'm not getting really clear answers. I just understand it is incredibly far-reaching, especially at the beginning when it was almost like there was this explosion of energy. As we are still trying to define what's normal, because normal, I think most people have figured out that old normal isn't normal. It will never be normal again. We're redefining, right? Again, we get to do that. So while wonderful, wonderful beings, as in extraterrestrials, and yes, I did say that. So here's what I've been told and shown numerous times now. I'm kind of getting over the shock of it. (laughs) Is that there is actually this, um, they present as a council. I don't know what it's actually called, and I certainly haven't researched anything because I want to be authentic in what I'm presenting But it appears to me and it feels like a council of representatives, sort of like our United Nations, you know, representatives from different countries. Well, for them, it's representatives of different um, extraterrestrial species. And they've come together, not recently. This has been for a very long time. And they have been interactive with the Earth, actually, like probably forever, sometimes more than others. In ancient Egypt, they were very active. And in fact, in hieroglyphs, you can see it. You know, look at Stonehenge and the pyramids and Easter Island. You know, there, there's evidence that, you know, we had help with that stuff. And honestly, I even think with astrology because, dang, how did we come up with that stuff so many years ago? So they have intervened on our behalf throughout time of our time here on Earth to help us along the way, and also sometimes to protect us from our silly selves. So they have stepped up. They're more active again right now. The, what I've seen also is that most major uh, political systems in this world, so most countries, have some sort of an allegiance with some form of extraterrestrials. And this is the what I was like, oh, my goodness. Humans thinking that we are so vastly intelligent and, you know, egos, wow, egos get in the way. So thinking that they were doing, maybe outsmarting those crazy aliens, some governments formed an alliance with the wrong side, basically, because out there, just like here, there's great energy. There are great people or great entities, just like here. There are people you want to be friends. And then there's that those other people that you don't want around. They're not such high energy people. Well, same thing in disembodied beings and in beings that have bodies that aren't human, just different bodies. So there's been a, a sort of a tug of war over who gets whom and whose side is whom on and, and all that kind of stuff. And then the council is supposed to regulate this, but there's always some band of renegades that kind of breaks free. So that has been happening outside of our knowledge. 
So when we broke loose of um, some of our structures and started questioning, it's like that is what the universe has been waiting for for a very long time, for you humans to get to a certain point, and then there's a big shift. And that shift doesn't just happen here. It, it has a ripple effect. So there have been some battles, not on Earth, sort of along that lines of good versus evil. And I'm very happy to say it seems that the good won again. Because what's the strongest power in the universe? Love. So we have all of these other people, the other beings, fighting on our behalf, all right? So the thing is, our energy attracts like energy. And that is really a big deal. That's a huge deal, especially right now, because... I I know here I just said that we're not all of that. And now I'm saying we kind of set off this ripple effect. And, uh, and again, it's yes. And right. This is just what I understand. I could be full of beans. This is just what is coming to me. And I'm just sharing it. And it's come very, very vividly. So we have been supported by so much love and by such forces of good. And now it's, what do we want to do with it? Why? That's why we're feeling called. And what they're very, very clear about is the most important thing that we need to do now and like forever, what our new normal is, is really be aware of our thoughts because thoughts attract like thoughts. And we're shifting to a little bit more of a matriarchal society, okay, more than a little bit more. But it's not Amazonian because we understand now in higher vibration that a pendulum swing in either direction isn't the best. It's all about balance. So we're balancing masculine and feminine energies. So one huge way that that is showing up already right now is the way we manifest, the way we bring our desires to fruition in our lives. So in the past, in a more masculine period of time, It is very driven by logic and muscling your way through, right? You set your goal and you do what it takes to reach that goal. And that means it can be a lot of physical energy. You work hard, you are tired, and there is a lot of energy involved, physical energy in getting that accomplished. And it can take a while. Now, some people were better at creating than others, and they seem to manifest much more effortlessly. But that shift now is what, this is the visual that they show me. It's like the earth is spinning on its axis. And then they, they show me it starts spinning faster. And what they're saying is it's not that the earth is spinning faster. It's that our ability to create is spinning faster. Our ability to bring what we want into our life is speeding up. And the way we do that is through intention. And it, And focus. It's now more mental, but not logical mental. It's more on the intuitive side. It's feeling what you want. It's focusing on that feeling, not micromanaging exactly what those details will be. It's just truly, how do I want to feel? So you create with your feelings. Just allow yourself to feel that true happiness and satisfaction and excitement and joy and love and whatever it is that you're creating, 
and let the universe take that vibration and then bring the events into your life that will cause you to feel that way because you don't really care what happens as long as that's the feeling you get, right? So you're trusting the universe and it's more of that intuition piece. So that's why it's more feminine. In order to be able to do that, you have to be able to feel and get quiet. So another big piece to this is spend quiet time every day. We're so used to our phones and our faces and the TVs on and going to the movies and the computer and everything's just loud and blasting and headphones. And if you're not having a conversation on your phone, you're listening to music or you're playing a game, there's always something going on. And what happens is that desensitizes us in a bit. We're being bombarded by EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, all the time. And your body forgets what it feels like without it. So you need time every single day to literally unplug, turn off everything, and just be in the silence. Get used to how your body feels in the silence. Reconnect with that. And then reconnect with what does it feel like around you? I mean, these are things we just don't even realize anymore, and it's huge. When we're connecting with the other side, with angels, guides, or loved ones, or any other entities on the other side, and when we're creating, we have to be able to feel subtle energy and focus on vibration. So we're really being called to practice the quiet and go within. Just get to know yourself again. And then when we do that, we're raising our vibration and we're sending that vibration out beyond the earth because it's energy and energy is infinite, right? It travels. So the other thing is other beings are seeing that energy. They're seeing and reading our energy. So when we're in huge conflict on the earth, that huge conflict, low-level energy is shot out into the solar system and beyond. And then, unfortunately, there are entities, our beings out there, that love low energy. They feed on anger and fear. They feed on that low stuff. So that's like a beacon to them. Come on, it's lunchtime, baby. And they are more than happy to come and promote it, give you more reasons to feel upset, give you shorter tempers, because that's very self-serving for them. What we need to do is make a shift and become very positive in our thoughts and try to send love. Focus on sending love and gratitude because that's what we want to send out. And we want those beings to come and be supportive and interactive with us. And it's showing up so frequently that that's exactly what's happening. It is amazing. So I want to share something with you that I actually shared with our Facebook group. We did a live a while ago, and this is a true story, people, (laughs) in the life of Majana. So I heard a little bit about an event that happened with our military and one of the military branches years and years ago, and it was very intriguing, this experiment that they were doing. And so I started looking at it. I started researching it a little bit and it was fascinating. And then I got to the point that the dark side started showing up and I got really, really uncomfortable with it. And this was getting late. I was going to go to bed soon anyway. And I thought, okay, 
I just can't do this. So I went to bed. So at some point during the night, I became aware that I was dreaming, and then that dream turned into a lucid dream, and then I woke up. I also became aware of some chanting that was going on that was pretty loud, honestly, and I thought, who in the world is that? And then I realized, oh my gosh, that's me. (laughs) That's coming from me. And I could not move. I literally could not move my body, but I was very aware that this sound was coming out of me that was a language that I do not speak. And the voice was pretty high pitched, like that would be a push for me. And yet I felt my throat moving and my tongue moving and the sound coming out that I did not even really recognize as my own voice. And I was aware that I was 100% awake. My first thought was, oh, this is too loud. It's going to wake up Thomas and my son. And then I got really intrigued, honestly, with the language. And my tongue was moving way back in the far back part of my throat. And I'm like, oh, that's how they do that. (laughs) I went all Capricorn. I went in my head. And so I was really feeling how it felt to speak that language that I didn't understand and would not be able to do on my own and wondering what was being said. And it was definitely a chant. And then I became aware that I could not move. My head was turned to the side and then I became more and more concerned about the volume. And so I was saying mentally, okay, can we quiet down a little bit, please? I became aware that This was Native American chanting, which if you've listened to a podcast quite a while ago, that has happened before, but it wasn't coming from me. There was a shaman in my bedroom chanting years ago when I first started opening back up to this. So this experience reminded me completely of that experience, except this time the singing chanting was coming from me. And so I said a couple of times, can we not do this so loud? And I finally, in my mind, said very loudly, stop, it's too loud. And when I said that, my voice went from this very, very high octave down to a much deeper octave. I didn't know I had such vocal range and was much softer. And it like finished out that sentence or thought or chant, I don't know what, and then stopped. Once it stopped, I could move. And I looked over at Thomas. He seemed to be sound asleep. I did hear Brock up and walking around. I thought, oh, gosh, if I get up to say something to him, it'll scare him to death when I come walking out of my room. And I honestly didn't really trust myself to be able to get up and walk anyway. No part of this was alarming or scary or felt threatening in any way. And I think that's important to know because uh, we'll do another podcast on possessions. A couple people have asked about that. And you have free will and you have domain, so no, I was not possessed and I was not being forced to do something against my will. So the next morning when I woke up, I remembered what happened and I asked Thomas, I'm like, did I wake you last night? And he had to think about it a second and then his eyes just got huge and he goes, you are speaking in tongues. (laughs) Yes, the old upbringing came back. And which made me laugh. And I said, actually, I think that was chanting, Native American chanting. My guide was definitely involved in this. Thomas said, you know, yes, it woke him up. But he was like, um, okay, this is what we do. And apparently she's getting a download and I'm going back to sleep. 
So I totally love that that was okay. I so love that this is acceptable in our house. So the next day in meditation, I asked my guide about it. Boy, I got to say, he kind of chastised me because he said, we are raising our vibration right now and every person's thoughts and actions are pivotal. And we all need to keep our thoughts high, especially we people that are light workers. And that is many, many, many of us on this planet. And how this was going on beyond just our planet. It was more intergalactic. And our thoughts were being amplified out there and bringing in the beings that resonated with that level of energy. And he said, you cannot afford to even think about low-level things. And that thing I thought was a conspiracy theory with the military the night before, as I was reading about that and finding information, he said, yeah, don't do that because that opens a portal and we just can't afford to do that right now. So he did truly come in and that was him using my voice because he knows that I'm okay with that. He would you know, never do that without my willingness. But it was extra protection because coming through me, it was my energy. It was prayers of protection. He was protecting and clearing the house because I allowed that negativity that I didn't even know was all the negativity, allowed it in here. He was very clear that we need to be very large and in charge of our thoughts, where our minds are going, and what we're creating because we're creating it more quickly right now. That's my big message in this for today is asking you to really focus on your thoughts throughout the day because I think we have more negative thoughts than we are aware of and we're just being called up right now to greater things, to step into our greatness, shift your negative thoughts to positive thoughts, take some quiet time, go within, reconnect with yourself, love yourself, send love out into the universe and don't worry about the negative pieces. Don't even think about those. Where you put your attention is where your energy goes, and we don't want to give that energy. What we want to think about is all of the love, and we know love is stronger, and we're just concentrating on the love, and the rest of it takes care of itself. As we get closer and closer to this election, that's a concern for me because you know how that goes. We need to be responsible adults and respect each other and high vibration so that we can really see what we need to see, and move on to the greatness because we have control over that. Wow, I feel like that was a lecture. Sorry, (laughs) I didn't mean to lecture there. Just passing on information. All right, I so appreciate and love, truly love each of you. I appreciate the emails and love meeting you on Zoom. You can get me email at majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. Our... Facebook group is Life After Life Radio. Private group, we'd love to let you in. Just request entry. And of course, our website, soulfoodtalks.com. I love doing sessions with you. There is a one hour and there's a two hour. And I know both. That sounds like a lot of time. And it really does take two hours to get all of this in. And sometimes we even go over that. But I send you a Dropbox link so you have it recorded because it is a lot to process. A one hour just goes really fast. Thomas has started doing astrology readings again. 
for a limited number. So it's first come, first serve if you're interested in that. He's got a one-hour astrology reading. And he and I are doing a combination reading still. One hour, he does astrology, and your guides come in. You tell us what you want to talk about. So lots of opportunities. We'd love to meet you. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, namaste.